Hello, my beautiful women. I have some fun updates. I was, uh, or we were jamming on our mastermind call last night, our Creatrix Business Mastermind, and I was sharing a story about spending nearly all of the first part of the day in the post office and all of $650 to get passports for me because my I had my old maiden name on there. Just goes to show when the last time we actually traveled. Yeah. And then we realized, okay, we're going to this wedding in Belize. How incredible. Oh shit, our kids need passports. <laughs> goes to show we are delinquent parents. Um, yeah, so we got the baby your passport. <laughs> We've got Atlee her passport. Of course, she just she just killed it. Um, so yeah, $650 later, we have expedited passports winning, uh, but I'm really excited to be going to Belize. It has been about five years since we have been on a legit vacation. Uh, yeah, our honeymoon. (laughs) It has been, so what is that? Six years? I don't even know. It's been a long time, people. Um, and I'm just so excited. And when I was pregnant with Atlee, of course, you know, my story, just terrible morning sickness. Um, she was an incredibly hard baby. Like once I did have her, uh, extreme, like we, like we were just, it was like past the baton, um, between me, my husband, my mother-in-law, like we would do eight hour shifts with this child. And that continued until she was about two and a half years old that it's, it's like the most challenging thing I've ever had to experience and go through. So anyways, that aside, um, it's been a hot second since we've actually had like a moment where we're not totally in survival parent mode. Um, having this new baby or Callie, uh, she was really, really difficult until about three months. And then she's, she's kind of chilled and mellowed out. Like we still have our little witching hour at night. But oh my God, that totally beats all day, all night of just this baby, like screeching, crying. Like it just sends my nervous system into a freaking like zing just all day, all night. It was, it was terrible and awful, but she seems to be so much better on the colic. Now I tried cutting out dairy. That wasn't really it. Um, I definitely cut out cruciferous vegetables because it was like, whenever I had gas, the baby was screaming and had gas too. So I'm like, all right, cut out the vegetables. (laughs) fine. I will sacrifice this. So seems to be getting so much better. Anyways, we are finally traveling. We're taking a baby. It's just like no more excuses. We are getting out of here. And it's going to be such perfect timing because in Montana, it's like at the end of February, you're just like wanting to claw your way out of here because it's just been dead and dismal and cold and dark for what seems like six months. And it's still, you still have like another two months of it left. And so you kind of reach this point of like, I'm not going to make it, you guys, I'm not going to make it. So it's going to be a perfect time to get out of here um, and see some warm weather, bring some sunscreen, because at that point, we're just going to be like translucent white. And yeah, so I'm, I'm just so excited. Thank you. Like, you know, people always give others a hard time for having weddings and doing destination weddings. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you for doing this because it like pushes us to actually get up and go and plan the trip. So just wanted to put that out there. Like, Keep planning your weddings in tropical islands. I'll be there. So that being said, I want to talk about something 
really juicy, really incredible that I think is really going to open your eyes up to seeing things differently, especially with your brand and your business. And that is what is called brand friction. So I know what my brand friction is, right? And and really that's that's the space and the resistance between someone landing on my page, just finding me, maybe just reading a couple posts and either like kind of resisting me and not quite getting it or like fully coming in and landing in. And even for my audience that has been around for a while, right? I even know too, like those that are kind of like sitting and watching and waiting, I know what that resistance is. Like I'm not dumb. <laughs> so I, I play to it to my advantage though. I leverage it. So I want to talk about that because like the the conversation is so good and it's going to be so powerful for you to look at what your brand is, who you are and and start to see what is my brand friction and start to play with it a little bit. So the best way that I can teach you this is just by like giving you an example. So I know like to be true, what my brand friction is, is like, how dare she say that? Who does she think she is? And oh, it's just so easy for you. So uh, that's what a lot of women will project onto me. And it's okay. Like there's, I literally like hold them so much in this because I'm on the other side of it. And I know that I'm in my fullest expression. And so I can actually hold you while you figure out like, oh, I'm projecting or now I'm shaming myself and now we're getting it all cleaned up. And okay, now I want to actually invest in this person. I have done it before too with my own mentor, which is kind of cute and funny. Um, but now it's like, once you transcend that, like to, for me personally, it's like, I don't, I, I can see any woman in her power and be like, oh, that's so cool. Like, like hands on heart, good for her. Like I don't feel in my body a competition or comparing or like need to need to get ahead or like, oh, what is she doing so I can do it better? Like none of that weird shit that we will do as women. And, you know, obviously it's coming from a deeper ancestral feminine wound, right? Sisterhood wound where it's like, there's not enough space. There's not enough men. There's not enough resources. There's not enough to go around. And so we're either like comparing and like trying to see how we can win and and get all of the resources because it's so scarce and limited or we play the shame game and go oh it's so easy for her i'll never get that because i'm just me so it's like we we either uh self project right and and shame ourselves or we project out onto others right we blame others either way it's from a very scarcity ego driven place and Here's the thing, like when we talk about ego, this is not wrong. It's not bad. I really want you to know that. And if you want to shift your relationship to like what you're triggered and and how you're projecting and the friction you're experiencing in life, and you really want to turn that around and just feel like a boss bitch when it comes to that stuff, get into the friction masterclass because that is where it's like we take 90 minutes and it was just straight up fire. We completely flip everything on its head, shift your perspective. You come out on the other side being like, oh, I want to lean in and leverage the friction and the triggers in my life so that I can actually become the person that is stronger, more self-powered, self-sourced in her power, more confident, more this, more that. So I can actually be with other powerful women and not triggered and not belittle others and not do the competition and comparing and all of that. 
So that's just a side note. But back to brand friction, that that's what my brand friction is, right? It's people coming on or people following me for a while and going, oh, she's evolving again. Oh, she's saying that. Like she could have said it in a different way or I can't believe she said that or I could do that better or I can't believe she gets the clients, but I don't. I know more than her or like whatever it is. Oh, it just comes so easy for you. And I and I say it in that tone, like not, again, not to belittle you, like even if, if you've got some brand friction going on, like I just love it. Um, but it, I say it in that voice because that's just the voice of the ego. That's not actually you. That's not your truth. That is just that protective personality that's coming from that everything's scarce and there's not enough. And so in order for me to win, I need to compete, compare, belittle her, project my insecurity onto her. Like that's all that's happening here, okay? And I've done this before. There's literally no shame, but it's like recognizing where you're doing it because it's it's limiting you. It's, it's greatly limiting you. It is so much easier to swipe through Instagram stories and go, oh my God, she's doing that. Oh my God, she's doing this. Oh my God, she's doing that. Or like, oh, she's doing this. Now I have to go do that. Oh, she's raising, she's raising the bar again there. Oh, now I'm, now I'm not enough. And, and you create that separation between me and you. That, that's not truth. That's not reality. That's just an illusion. And so what I really want to bring up in this conversation is one, to point it out, two, to dissolve the shame and blame. And then three, like, how do we close the gap? How do we dissolve the brand friction? Okay. So what I know to be true, and I wrote a post about this today, and it's already getting so much engagement, I love it, is is this idea of like, I know what what people what people's projections are onto me, and I leverage it. So what do I mean by that? I know what that is, and so I can actually create content that dissolves that. So what would dissolve the projection of who does she think she is, right? Well, one, it would be relatability. It would be vulnerability. It would be sharing my own story of how I got here and not just, oh, I got here and I'm better than you. And if you want to come do this, come buy from me, yada, yada, yada. That's not like that's that's what our ego can project on to people like that. But what I how I leverage that is actually like I know that you want to have this level of confidence and power and self-leadership as well. Let me dissolve the friction so that your ego can let down her guard and you can actually receive what I have to say. Because if you think about it, if you can't receive what I have to say, you're not going to get any value from me, right? And you're just going to leave or you're going to feel so triggered or you're going to project all your shit onto me that it's just going to, it's not going to feel good to be in my world. And so in order, like, so for me to be a CEO and understand, okay, this is my brand friction. What are some ways that I can actually show my heart, right? Not manipulate, truly, honestly show my heart because the truth of the matter is I didn't just get into my power, so to speak, in confidence because I, I I grew up this way or I was born this way or I made a bunch of money and got a bunch of clients and did a cute photo shoot and got my hair done. And so now I magically feel confident. That's not what it's about at all. I promise you, it's it's if you scroll through and see my journey, I was very timid. 
I, I mean, you could just see it in my face of like how I was holding back of how I was biting my tongue. Like I wouldn't even, this is a really interesting thing. I go back and I observe my old videos. I wouldn't actually open my mouth all the way to speak. Have you guys ever noticed that within someone or like my voice, my voice is completely different. If I hear my voice, it's very much coming out through like just my vocal cords because I'm not, I wasn't embodied and I wasn't grounded. So my voice couldn't actually come from my womb, right? It couldn't come from the depth of my body. It wasn't coming from my wisdom. It was just coming from the top of my mouth. And <laughs> it's just like, what, is, what even is that voice? Um, and then also too, what I would notice is in my marketing and in my Instagram stories, I would like try to manipulate like how people saw me by the energy and hypiness in my voice. Okay. So these were all things that I was completely unconscious to. I was completely unaware of, like it was just stuff I thought I had to do because I learned to do that growing up. I learned to do that from my childhood programming of like, this is how I get my needs met or this is how I stay safe, right? I dim my light. I wear baggy clothes. I put a little bit of makeup on to look presentable, but not too much to draw attraction. Like this is stuff I would think about. I'm going to dress nice, but not too nice. Like I'm definitely not going to show my body off. Like I'm definitely not going to draw attraction. It was just just enough to blend in, but not enough to stand out. And I was doing all of this subconsciously. Really crazy. So once I realized this, right, and I looked and I said, okay, this is actually who I desire to be. I desire to take up space. I desire to be a leader. I desire to impact women and I desire to lead them in this way. Okay, what's stopping me? And it's like my fear of speaking, big one. Uh, My fear of taking up space, of being the center of attention, of having eyes on me, of being seen, of being heard, of being misunderstood. So one by one, I'm healing these wounds, right? A lot of them are within my womb. Obviously, some of them are within my throat, within my heart, and there's still so much more to go, but I'm always, 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 always healing, and I'm utilizing what I desire, right? So my big desire is like making impact, making a lot of money, having a lot of clients, and and creating impact in each of their lives, to where they can actually go and lead their people, right? So it's my biggest desire of women coming into my world being so activated, teaching them how to heal themselves, how to heal these wounds that are keeping them dim, limited, stuck, uh, quiet, silent, disembodied, so that they can take up space and use their voice and lead and make an impact. Like it breaks my heart when I see women who are just like, oh my God, you have all of the ingredients, but you have a, you have a constriction on the hose. You're kinking the hose of all that you can be of your potential. And so when we do the healing alongside creating our businesses, it's like we, we get to move at the speed of light. We get to collapse time. We get to have those results faster than anyone that we know because we're taking the actions in our business and we when we get up to a quote unquote block like I even hate to use that word but when we get up to an opportunity right then we can do the healing in the background and then we get to take more action so it's like we're unkinking the hose more and more and more to the point where it's like we're living our full potential and we just like how 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 high on the volume can we turn it up so 
that ultimately ultimately is what I desire. And so in order to be that person, I can't be over here dimming my own light. I can't be sugarcoating things and only speaking to the surface level and, you know, not taking any pictures of myself, like hiding behind some cute, fluffy words. Like that's not going to attract people who want to actually step into their power. So I'm not doing this on purpose in order to present myself a certain way. I'm actually healing the wounds and, 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 and dissolving these layers of protective ego to resolve, to resolve, to reveal who I actually am. It's so important. Some people see this work and they're like, oh, I'm trying to, infor- to force myself to be someone I'm not. It's like, no, this work will only reveal your truth of who you are here and meant to be. And what I find is that your biggest wounding is going to be your greatest gift. My biggest wounding was fear of speaking, fear of getting in front of people, fear of being seen, fear of being the center of attention. And now I leverage that. I leverage that because I have had to sit in the deepest emotional wounding and releasing and ancestral ego deaths. I mean, I am not kidding when I say an average Tuesday night for me is like a two hour ego death. Like we move mountains over here. And I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions and brand friction, right? Is that people who make it look easy or just get to have it or are in their power or are confident, they're just that way. When you are actually true to the bone, like confident in who you are, I guarantee you it was built. I guarantee you it was built. You build confidence and you build conviction because in the moments where you want to fall back, plug out, hide in the shadows, right? Cry for a million days and just give up and point the finger. It's easy for her. I can't do it. Go back to stocking shelves at Target. It's like in those moments, you actually hold yourself. No one else does, right? No one else does. It's you in the moment and you decide differently. And when you decide differently, when you are rock bottom and there is nothing left, and you fully surrender, and you decide that you're going to create something out of nothing, that, no one can take that from you. You have built that within yourself. If we don't do hard things, if we don't lead ourselves through the hard things, if we don't decide to create something out of nothing and and do it without the validation, it's like, how do you know you're convicted? How do you be convicted? You can't because you've never done something to build it. So dissolving brand friction, right, for me in this instance is to show that behind the scenes, is to be really vulnerable about what it takes to actually get here. Because the thing is, I am probably, when I started my business, I was probably way, 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 how do I say this? I was way more of a beginner than where you are right now. I promise you that I started my business six years ago and I was a mess. 
I was so wounded, so dysregulated. I lacked so much confidence. I mean, it's incredible that I have that I kept going when when I did. I built things up, I burned them down. I built things up, I burned them down. Everything was reliant on how much validation I got. I was a, an emotional wreck for so many years of that. The reason why I can stand here today and be so convicted and, and hold you in this process is because I have been there. I have been there and I've been stuck there for a very, very, very long time. Most of my mentors, they say, and they have, that they grew so fast. I didn't grow fast. I actually trudged around and ruminated around and rolled around for a long, 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 long time until I started to do the things that I teach now. And I think there's something to be said about that, right? Yeah. I hire the mentors that it's like they open up their business day one, took off, made a million dollars in their first year, like eight million in their second, like insane results. And I learn from them in that way. But there's something to be said about the person that it didn't quote unquote come easy to, that they had to go through every single avenue and, and try it out and it didn't work for them until finally they found the way, which the way is back home to yourself and to lead yourself through those moments, I get to teach on that. I get to teach on that. And so whenever someone wants to project, oh, just easy for her. Oh, that just comes so naturally. I can actually hold them in that without getting defensive and without making them wrong because I know the truth. I know what I've been through. I know who I was before this. And I didn't get here because I got a cute haircut and took some fun photos. I got here because I built myself here from the lowest of low of self-worth to feeling so incredibly whole that now I can just hold you in your own process and I can take that projection and I'm not going to make it mean anything about you and I'm not going to make it mean anything about me. There's something really powerful for that because I get to be such a beautiful mirror so that your ego can bounce around and it doesn't have anything to play into until finally you can look at it and say, oh, fuck, it's my ego. Like, let me heal this. Let me dissolve this so that I can come play the game. And that's really, really powerful. So I want you to start thinking about your brand friction. What is your brand, right? Your brand is a combination of what you want to be known for, the topic, the theme that you are teaching, right? For example, mine is womb healing, womb work. And I take that and I teach that through the lens of business, through the lens of my certification, through the lens of awakened womb, right? Becoming your own self healer, through the lens of self-leadership and feminine leadership and business creation and, and all the things, offer creation, articulation, um, so many different programs. And then my personality, my personality is like, I'm actually a very masculine, process-oriented, gritty, resilient, disciplined, productive human being. And that's the way I teach. That's the way I deliver information. I'm also a very energetic, feminine in flow. It's, it's integrated, right? Integrated, healed, masculine, and integrated, healed, feminine. I'm not one way or the other. 
It's the integration. It's the duality. It's both. And that's really, really unique in the work that I do because a lot of women who teach womb healing are, are very much in the feminine flow and like earth mama hippie goddess vibes, <laughs> which is beautiful and amazing. Like that's how I learned womb healing, but I actually took it and I put it through the lens of who I am, which is actually very scientific. I have a PhD in quantum physics and natural medicine, right? So I'm very, very scientific-y and energetic and quantum physics oriented, right? My, my background was, was chemical and biological engineer. I have a lot of background information on that. And I've, I've brought that in and integrated it in. And then now I can be known for like my own unique energetic signature, if you will. And that is my brand. So I know that because I talk a lot about wounds and I talk a lot about leadership and I talk a lot about growing your business from a whole and healed place and I'm not sugarcoating it, right? I'm a truth talker. I, I say it like it is. I'm bold. I'm direct. I'm very strong, strong physically, strong in my word. And I'm convicted I know that women who feel disempowered or insecure are going to not feel very comfortable in that. And that's okay because I was there too. And, you know, my mentor never played into or sugarcoated anything. She also didn't, you know, shame me and make me feel, you know, on purpose shameful either. She was just a beautiful mirror, right? And once I once I took care of my own side of the street, I was able to see her and be very drawn and attracted. And 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 I knew from a grounded place of like, I want to build these skill sets. There's like no other option. I have to be in her world. I have to be in her close proximity. So that is how I want you to think of brand frictions. Like first you need to know your brand, right? You need to know how to articulate your brand because what can often happen is like, what you know and what you're so embodied and integrated in feels so normalized to you that you don't even know that it's that that's something that people would want. Okay. For example, if you're a very productive human being, or if you're a very passionate person, you're able to really create and be innovative. And that's just who you are. You might not see that and have the external awareness to go, Oh, that's actually a skill set that people really want. How can I reverse engineer this and articulate it to where this is really, really valuable for someone, right? Because the truth of the matter is, is like when you're an expert, when you're a master, when you are deeply integrated and embodied in something, then you're gonna have to utilize skill sets to pull that out and articulate it in a way that people can see it and go, I need that, I want that, I love the way she talks about that. And this is the kind of work that we do inside of Brand and Sell, which is my program coming out in February. Um, it's currently on pre-sale and it's that articulation. It's a skill set, and you get to refine it again and again and again. Most people are out there just following like, oh, what is she talking about? Maybe I'll go talk about that. Oh, what is she doing? How is she creating content? I'll go do that without a plan to build your brand. And so what ends up happening is we have all of these, all of this like random, oh, I talk about this and I talk about that and I talk about this and I talk about it this way and nothing's actually strengthening and snowballing and building over time. So what's so cool is that like what I'm experiencing right now is a lot of radical growth in my lower ticket offers because I took the time to sit down and decide like this is what I'm going to be known for this is my personality, this is my unique way of delivery and style, 
And now I'm going to bring that through every piece of content, every offer, every program, every time I teach, every podcast episode, so that everything is working together and I'm threading my threading my brand throughout everything. I'm threading it throughout everything. And so everything snowballs on top of each other. I'm never doing a big launch and then, oh God, now I'm doing this. I'm doing a big launch. And it's never that energy because it's all just like trickling and feeding into each other and snowballing to the point where it's like, it almost feels like a runaway reaction where you put out one thing and it's like, da, 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 people sign up, da, 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 people sign up. Because not only are people coming into your world, they are experiencing something really unique and beneficial and they're getting results, but also it's like, well, that thing sold that thing and that person saw it over here. Now they're seeing it over here and it all just makes sense. And so, and so all these little points of contact are building up over time and it, it, you get to the point where you're so good at articulating something that like my certification, people will literally land on my page and sign up right away for the certification. More than half of the women in my high ticket certification for Embodied Womb found me and within a day, maybe two, the point is like they just found me and they saw a couple posts, they read a couple things and they purchased a high ticket certification that's saying something, that's a skill set. And so that's what I'm gonna be teaching you inside of Brand and Sell. And then I want you to start thinking of like, once you have a good idea of hmm, what my brand is, what would maybe be the friction? What would maybe be why someone's not buying? Why someone's not signing up? So it could even be, you know, if you're very much in your feminine and you're in the flow and it's very energetic transmission, someone like me might see that and be like, I need something to ground me in the teachings. So maybe you have like a process, maybe you have homework and journal prompts, maybe you have something that, or even like a caption that you can kind of tighten up in terms of like, this is what I want you to know. It's not, so it doesn't feel like a journal entry, but it's like, this is, this is what it is. And this is how I came through it. And at the end of the day, this is what I want you to, this is the information and value I want to take home, want you to take home. That is going to be really, really powerful in understanding that brand friction. So that's the kind of work we're going to be doing inside of brand and sell. And it's just so powerful. It's, it's, it's absolutely transcended so much for me. And like, there's always going to be work to do. And this doesn't mean that we need to, you know, go through, Oh God, what will, what will people think of me and, and dim down my light in order for them to receive the information. That is not what we're saying here. All we're saying is, okay, I can see where people might assume this about me and it's not true, so how can I trickle some things in where they can actually see and dissolve that ego so they can actually receive my information and receive the value, okay? You'll actually see me do this a lot on trainings um, in masterclasses where before I even dive into the actual thing that I wanna teach you, I actually go into like what might stop you from actually receiving this, especially inside of friction. Right, we spend a lot of time just like, what does it feel like at a trigger? How to how to know it's a trigger? Like how to know you're projecting? And here's what you do, and here's what most people do. But instead, I want you to practice this. And just going through that initially before the masterclass, people were just like, oh my god! Not only was I able to receive that information in that masterclass, but I'm I'm already receiving information from other people. Right? I'm already like what you used to post Asha triggered me. And now it's like really, really empowering and inspiring and like fuels me up. 
So that's what I'm talking about, right? It's not about manipulating people and getting people to buy. It's like knowing that your brand and your value is so potent and understanding what might be, what might like someone's ego try to block them from actually like opening up and receiving this information. That's all we're doing. It's just like we're, we're, we're gently and compassionately dissolving that for them so that they can actually come into our world and, and just like, uh, digest and take everything in and actually learn from and, and become the results that we are promising them. Okay. So that is so powerful. Come into brand and sell if you desire. Um, we actually, and I'm going to, I'm going to drip this in right now. Like we have some really incredible things coming up. I'm actually co-creating it with my, uh, certification ladies right now. We're going to be having a low ticket business membership coming up. So that is going to be really exciting because, uh, community and being in a space of women who are doing this work, it, it's so like, it's just so important because most women and most people are not doing this work. It can feel really, really isolating. Like it's the reason why I will always be invested inside of a mastermind because quite honestly, I live in the middle of nowhere. Um, a lot of my friends don't have businesses. And so it's like, I don't have that outlet to go deep and to talk about these things and celebrate myself and um, have these deeper conversations around like what's coming up and what this means. And so it's just so important. And we're going to be able to provide that inside of this, um, membership, uh, community where it's going to be very, 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 um, community first, (laughs) at least talking in the background. And I'm like trying to understand the toddler gibberish and also use my brain at the same time. It's not working. Another thing that we have coming up, and this is so We have the 12 days of magic, 12 days of magic coming up starting on December 12th and it's going for 12 days. And what this is really about is bringing the magic back into your business. This is so, so, so important because sometimes we get to this level where it's like, oh, like I'm doing all of the things, but it's like, I'm barely scratching the surface of what I know I'm capable of. Right. And it's like, but like I'm doing all the things and and things aren't moving and it's like what the fuck is happening and what what I know to be true and I've seen this happen to myself before it's like you the the person you've become and all of that internal work and and how much you're devoted to your business and learning and integrating and implementing it's just not matching what you are receiving in terms of clients and what you are receiving in terms of money And when that gap keeps growing and growing and growing, it can be really, really disheartening to keep evolving because it can feel like, fuck, I'm losing people. Like I'm losing, like I'm not making sense to anyone. Like, and then we start really questioning ourselves and looking at validation and are they getting it? And are people coming along? And we get really, really frustrated around all of that. And this is just a moment where we get to just stop and we get to come back to the magic, come back and remember our vision, come back and remember who the fuck we are, right? And start to cultivate that audacity, right? And, and that, that leadership and know that every decision is adding up and you are the 1% doing this work. And of course, it's going to add up. Of course, your results and your vision is inevitable. And we just get to redef- redefine what does it mean for it to even be working in the first place? And it's, it's about becoming someone that is so consistent and disciplined in the energetics, in the magic of your business, 
where you're completely like blinded to what, what everyone is doing. You're just so in the magic that you feel magical as fuck. And that's all that matters. You have the strategy. You know what to do. This is about coming back to that core belief, to that core spark of magic that you initially had when you first started your business. And it's about igniting that and making it the biggest thing in your business, biggest thing in your heart, biggest thing in your womb, biggest thing in your life. And letting that fuel you, lead you, and just pull in everyone around you. Because what I know to be true, it's like when I went from zero to 23 cash months in my business after struggling, 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 you guys, I was to the point of like near depression around my business not working because I had this sense of, oh my God, like I'm meant for so much more than this. Like this cannot be what it is about. Like this cannot be it. And when I got back to the magic, when I got back to the energetics and really playing that up, it was zero to 23K cash months and we have sustained, okay? And it has been like, when you put that at the soul, at the core, and you know how to how to keep that, that fire going, it's like frustration will be small little tiny moments, not your entire existence. Like I want more than anything for you to feel that, fire of abundance and passion within your body. And it's just so full and overflowing that it comes through your voice. It comes through your content. It comes through everything that you touch turns to gold because it is in such overflow, but it has to be created within you first. And that's exactly what we're doing inside of this 12 days of magic. So it's totally and completely free. We're going to have a telegram chat. I'm going to be dropping in powerful transmissions. There's going to be other things. We might even have a call. I don't know. It's going to be straight fire. It's going to carry us all through Christmas and after Christmas. So it's just like that time of year where it's like, oh, it's so magical. Let's just crank it up even more. Link is in the show notes. Please come and play. I cannot wait. The branding is so good. Like, (laughs) let's go. All right. That is all. I'm going to go take care of my babies now. Love you all so much.